0: Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the War Movie Review Podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. We head to Texas this week with Ang Lee's 2016 Iraq War Epic, billy lynn's long halftime walk as always i'm joined by mike a hello mike b yes sir and nate oh say can you
1: see <laughs> as a marylander i appreciate that because you go to the fucking uh camden yards and everyone goes oh on the oh so it, it felt like home so it's fine oh say yeah. can hey. you see
0: yeah so guys what'd you think
1: uh oh, I'll let someone. Nate, go. Uh, no, I didn't want to lead off. He broke Do silence. It. I Do did it. break silence. It's like the rule. Um, yes, I don't know, man. Like I, I went into this full on blind, um, and I'm glad I did, but I was not entirely prepared for what I was going to watch. In in, in a in a good way. There's some iffy things about it that i didn't particularly like but to keep the intro short i think um i think it was very well um done in some aspects uh i had never heard of the director before by name and then i quickly looked him up and then i realized oh i've watched like his whole entire fucking like documentary of like (laughs) filmmaking so it, it made sense in that sense um the other thing about it was it just – I could see Life of Pi. I could see Crouching Tiger in it. I could see everything. And, um, you know, I thought it was a very interesting subject in the way it was dished out. Um, but it definitely felt – I don't want to say cheaper. it just, it just it, it felt a little bit more of a lower budget in some areas and design, but I, I liked it. I thought, um, I thought it was very good for what it was, but it's hard for me to judge it. The only thing I can judge is that we are not family. I do not want to see Vin Diesel in a fucking, <laughs> I, I, I am sorry. I just, I, I, Carparzo don't point the fucking tower just same way how, you know, you don't fucking explain exactly what you're doing while you're about to run up on Haji. Like, I just don't like, okay. So, that's the only thing that i i uh i i had a problem but it was so minuscule i i just would have preferred someone else but he was okay but this this movie definitely makes you think it, there's more to it than 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 obviously the premise to it there's a lot of trying to make feelings and 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 meaning behind a lot of you know cinematography and stuff but not crazy like a guy ritchie montage it was um yeah, it was it was it was good. I liked it, but I'm I'm curious to hear what everyone else to say about cuz I was kind of I don't want to say put off. I I was just caught off guard, I would say. So, uh Michael. Okay.
2: Um yeah, it's uh, you know, I I, I you're going to hate this, Nate, but um it it reminded me a lot of uh Flags of Our Fathers in some aspects. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it did to me too a little bit. I yeah. it's been a while since I've seen
2: that, but yeah, go ahead. I actually like that though. That the like, you know, I I I am a sucker for that sort of thing where it's like, you know, the um the media perception of something versus the reality of it. I'm always kind of I, I that's always been something that, you know, is powerful to me. Um so in that sense I thought it was really good. I, you know, I I laughed but also I laughed but also appreciated the part where it's like and this is a very angly thing where they're they're doing like a you know q and A, a Q&A session and they say what do you guys do for fun? And there's was like the, the section where it goes into what they're they're really thinking you know or what the truth would be, you know, and they're like masturbating, masturbating, and uh, it's like yeah, that's funny, but like you know true at the same time, and uh, but uh, so there, there's a lot of stuff like that, like you know the the media versus reality, and I'm I always thought that I think that stuff is interesting. Um, this is more non-linear than I was expecting. Uh, I was not expecting a non-linear film, but, uh, and I, I didn't, I didn't even going in, I didn't know it was an Ang Lee film. So, uh, that yeah, was, that was also surprising. But then once it started, it's so funny with Ang Lee, his movies sometimes look very cheap for some reason. They're like, they, they have this kind of cleanness and smoothness about them to where it kind of almost feels like a Hallmark movie. Um, kind of, yeah, I don't know why, but it's, it's just a weird thing. And, um, what, Brian?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, no, hey, no, I know what you mean. Cause I, I was going to comment on that too, but yeah. it's like, you know, squeaky clean. Right. Yeah. Everything is <laughs> like, like so
2: pristine and clean. Waxing Vin,
0: Vin <laughs> Diesel's uniforms are like
1: pristine out of the pristine. box. Yeah. Vin
2: Diesel's head is perfectly, you know. <laughs> clean <laughs> dome like <laughs> but uh <laughs> mike's like what the fuck? aerodynamic no 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 no, no, no. It's, it's all good it's all good but uh so i i think it was it was you know for an angley film like i i saw it a lot i saw a lot of angley in there the funny thing with angley is that uh I can't stop saying his name um is that he uh he's gonna
1: come out of a mirror sorry <laughs>
2: is that uh Sometimes his stuff is, like, extremely good, and then sometimes it sucks, like, really hard. Like, I mean, you know, some of the stuff, like, Life of Pi, I do think is good, um, even though I could have some issues with it. But, like, you watch that, and you're like, this is the same guy that did that god-awful Hulk movie. Like, oh, my God. Um, You know, and this guy also did Brokeback Mountain. Like, what? But, uh, so, yeah, he's done a lot of varying stuff. And I think this one would be one that I would consider good. So, pretty, pretty freaking good, you know, coming out.
0: So, yeah, it's, um, this is a really good case of don't judge a book by its cover. So I found this movie a few months ago and I wanted to cover it because there's not a lot of like Iraq war films out there. And obviously, you know, because of the times and everything, a lot of them are just very anti-war slanted. And this one just looked interesting and not like, uh, the yellow birds when they came out not too long ago. It just is like, you know, I think about a guy like shooting himself in the foot to get home as soon as possible. I don't know. It just this one looked very interesting and. Yeah, I was really blown away by what I ended up watching. It's a very interesting film, and it's a lot smarter than what it perceives itself to be. Um, it obviously has its flaws, but that being said, it's uh, it's definitely a sleeper. It was very interesting. Um, and in a lot of ways, I feel like it's a modern version of uh, Weiler's The Best Years of Their Lives. Obviously not to the same production that the original one was done, but kind of like the movie that we needed for the time. You know, um, Flags of Our Fathers touches on a lot of the same things this film does. But that's 80 years ago. As much as I love that history, that's out of touch to most of the population, especially to guys that, you know, this, this was talking about. Um, but no, it was a very interesting film, and I had, I'm horrible with directors. I'm horrible with most actors, too. So I had no idea that this guy directed all the other stuff. That's very interesting. I have yet to see Life of Pi. I know about it and I respect it. Um, fuck Hulk. But uh yeah, no, it's an interesting movie. And um yeah, I'm uh I'm very happy that I watched it.
3: Yeah, same. It's uh when you suggested this like I think a couple weeks or months ago, I don't know, time flies. I was just like eh, okay, we'll just there, fucking whatever film and uh, went into it. And uh, in the first 20 minutes, I was like, Oh, so somebody, somebody talked to somebody, you know, the writing wasn't perfect, but you can tell it's like, okay, yes. And um, I clicked and, uh the rest of it was, <clears throat> I guess, pretty easy to digest for somebody in my generation uh, who went through all that shit. But I see, so that still doesn't force. I was five years later, but a lot of similarities and uh, a lot of fallout from the same kind of uh, things and situations that this film portrays and that kind of mindset. And so I think, uh, I think this film captured that very well. And it, again, it was not what I was, what I was expecting at all in a very good way. Cause I was not bored once during this and I, I I could relate a lot to it, so I think it was. Um, yeah, it was just one of those things like don't judge a book by its cover, like Brian said, and yeah, it was. Uh, it, it 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 alluded to a lot of things that are very not easily understood unless you've been through it, and I think they did a pretty okay job, so
1: to uh, just to launch into a subject that I thought that I was thinking about but you know because I I only watched I just finished watching this about like 45 minutes before we started recording so you know it it's still kind of growing on me The, the the a lot a lot from the film to me it felt very much more like a commentary on society of guys coming back from I think any war but mainly let's focus on I guess this generation of war. And you know it it's kind of mind-boggling because like I think the things they nailed down really well it's like it's almost like a um you know it it, it definitely the movie's self-aware of what it is. It's it's a movie about you know a fictitious event with uh with with you know society and corporation, you know, advance, you know, advantageous, uh, opportunities to, you know, to capitalize on those things. And, you know, it, it, it really is, feels like it's a, it's a conversation about itself in a way to me off the top of my head. The other part of it I thought was funny. It's like, um, I think it was, uh, Chris Tucker's character is like, I, I don't care if I have to go to China to get it made. And I laugh because the, it's not Chinese as Taiwanese, but, uh, the, 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 the intro title card to one of the production companies was I was like, Huh? <laughs> like so it's very much of a commentary a commentary on itself. But I I really want to give this movie credit in that sense. Like there are little things that I kinda was I'd laugh about and like, oh come on, like the cheerleader thing. Like, do we really have to go down this route and all this stuff and <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay. But
3: She's not as fuck though. She's not as fuck.
1: Yeah, true. So. Yeah. But it, but it's like i i get it but at the same time i i did not i i i wanted it to be to really focus on all these aspects of this event and i think it did it really well and i think what threw me for a loop was some of the cinematography but also the character the character development between just mainly two characters mainly um and a couple other things. It just—I don't know. It just like it's like it's tropey, but it, it's not tropey because of what it is. Like I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, yeah, there's the cheerleader, and yeah, there's this guy. wanting to know if he wants to get out and all this, like, Yeah, it's bitch about, but like it didn't hurt. Like it didn't sting. Some of the dialogue stung, but you know, but 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 you know, I uh, I and I'll comment on that later. But like for the most part, like that's something that really stood out in this movie is just i think the self-awareness of what this movie is focusing on and i i i i I really do consider it pretty high in 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 some of, of some of the stuff we've watched i think i don't think it's astronomical but i definitely like you said don't judge it by the cover don't judge it by the trailer like don't judge it by the tropiness that we normally see these films i think it's it's really interesting uh michael you had your hand up first
2: yeah. Uh, one thing that's uh, this is kind of a- interesting because I mean I love true stories and you know uh, m- uh, depicting true stories and such like that and uh, dissecting all of that and comparing them you know to ha- to the real thing. This is not based on anything, right? Correct. I could. I tried to look it up. It's so. it's
1: it's purely fictitious, but probably takes essence of real life events of stuff. I'm sure.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. However, can I just say for some reason for me like this, it was kind of a breath of fresh air that it wasn't based on anything, you know? I oh, I was I looking,
1: know. I was looking for that to, to shit on it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah.
2: And, but I'm just like, I, I kind of like that this is completely, you know, created by someone, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to get that because it, we're always looking at things based on such and such and such and such.
0: So, Brian, go ahead. I'm going to sound old here, but I can see for all of us when I say that whoever lived through that period um, really can see how this could have completely happened within a blink of an eye, mm-hmm. you All know, right, yeah. like yep. something happening over there, happening over here. Um, yeah. N- yes. Like you said, Michael, it's interesting that it's fictitious and, you know, that's, it's a nice new take on things because we're not looking into the nitty gritty of like, oh, now he's a plumber in Ohio. Right. Yeah. 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 Know, we like really like the
2: after credit, you know, the, p- yeah. the, the pre credit sequence that says, you know, such and such, di- you know, is now, and there's like maybe a real photo of him or something. Um, yeah. Know? Right like the chris kyle kind of thing you know with american sniper you know like i'm gl- I'm glad that this was something to where i didn't have to say okay let me see how accurate this is you know it's like it's nice to have something to where all of the 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 merit in it is true and rings you know and yeah rings true and it's a uh, it's um very powerful and it's not based on any real thing you know it can be something fictional i don't think we've really talked about about that in terms of war movies on here really but you know it is it is good and okay to have fictional stuff like this
0: true no it serves a, its purpose you know it's Definitely it is those. a breath of, of fresh air it's like you, you can't have everything based solely purely in reality because then a it's boring because most people's lives are boring it's not lie and secondly you know it just doesn't work people just don't get entertained because of point a but um no, it's, it's a very interesting film, and uh, it's probably Vin Diesel's best role since Saving Private Ryan. I, I so. believe so. I agree
1: with that, actually. <laughs> what do you mean? We're family. That's what I to Didn't yeah, you go didn't see, the last see Fast, Fast and, and Furious 78? 78? Yeah, well, like,
0: he, I actually saw his
2: eyes, so it's not written. <laughs> like, are, it. are Nate and I the only ones who, uh, <laughs> who love those films because of how bad they are? Dude, no.
1: You're, you're, no, you're in this court <laughs> this by yourself, brother. No, <laughs> I, I last the last Fast and Furious I saw was fucking Tokyo Drift. All right, like
2: I, 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 I saw the one of them in theater not uh, a couple
0: of years ago. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> as, as I say this though, I will say that I was like, oh, fucking Vin Diesel, but he was okay in this for whatever it was. Not I mean, not
1: bad
3: at all.
0: Yeah, it
1: looked like he was reading off of a fucking calling card though. Every
0: goddamn take though, I'm just gonna say that he's probably the reason this film got made as well, which is again, they know what they're talking about. They're laughing at themselves. And on the, 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 uh, reverse side of that, I really liked some of the random casting for like the, the well-known people. Like for example, Steve Martin, I think he does a great job. Yeah. Of this. Like fucking totally going. Well, he's playing a very <laughs> yeah, seriously totally like, going very against, very against character delivers. Yeah. Great. Like, Oh my
1: god. Yep. Such a schmuck. So if we want to jump into that, just knock that out. Like a lot of the the the, the, the Bravo team guys, a lot of them are no namers. A lot of them have been were in small parts. Uh this came out in twenty sixteen, so right around the same time, there's a few, like uh the guy who put the fan in the chokehold, he's a bad guy in the nice guys. He's known as Blueface. He's the villain who hmm. he's that henchman that gets his half of his face painted blue, which by the way. If you got, if no one's ever seen Nice Guys, fucking will see that movie. That movie's amazing. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies. Um, he's awesome in that. Oh, shut up, Mike. All right, I'm a cinephile. All right, <laughs> like, yeah, look,
3: fucking movies do I have to watch, Nate? So many, dude.
1: <laughs> I, I've Jesus given you a lot. I've given you a fucking I've laundry got binders list. Binders full of movies. I got binders full of shitty fucking movies, and I got binders full of good movies. And this is a good movie.
2: for, for the amount of movies you need to see, you don't have enough. Oh yeah, like that's watch. what I'm saying, dude. Like, Ni- I, I, I know this.
1: <laughs> nice guys is so fucking quotable. I'm gonna make you guys watch that probably for a commentary because it's so fucking good, it's so fucking okay. good. It's it's. I'll take your word for it's it. Fucking Ryan Gosling's like really good. Fucking moving. Fucking and so so is Russell uh, Crow in that too. Yeah. Fucking. Fuck it, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got, I got you. you right no, out. We're on the you, same wavelength.
1: You can't say shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know I, I, I have not No no I'm no not, not no not, not you
1: him him, he can't say fucking shit because he talks I like that know. too. <laughs>
0: yeah, fucking, I don't know what fucking you're talking about. Oh,
1: but, fuck, yeah. oh, fucking! Don't go in that room there, Nathan. F- <laughs> f- fucking a big old Enderman in there, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, fucking fucking spider. <laughs> we'll fucking fucking get spider. Oh, I ain't oh, gonna know? get
1: you gonna get that fucking squat, you know. Like, hey, don't go to those fucking stairs. Oh, you're fucked. Oh. <laughs>
3: Sorry, a lot, of the, a lot of the people on this podcast are mentally challenged. They're from the Northeast, so <laughs>
1: it's in the water. It's a so, caveat that
0: you have least, to be aware of. So at least, you know, there's nothing more useless than someone from Maryland. So
1: it's like a Mago Wabi, you know?
0: Abu Wabi. Baba Bui. Baba Bui. So yeah. Anyway. Vin Diesel saying, I love you. So from what I've experienced in real life,
3: A they're going up and they're gonna be helping out these these um civil affairs guys, right? The civil affairs psyops guys, which is a real unit, um, that are pinned down, whatever that might've happened. Who knows? It's all fictional, which is good to be, you know, hypothetical. If a squad leader like that would know, or he's actually a PSG cause he was identifying himself on the radio as Bravo two six. So he's second platoons. Um, no, that call sign was wrong. Cause he would be, he'd be uh, Bravo two seven. He's the NCO. He's not a, he's not an officer. Two six is your PL or whatever. Um, anyway. Yeah. Little detail. I just caught. Yeah. So, anyway, um, whatever he's calling that. So, if he's actually, like, going out there, he'd be, like, if he knew things were going to get really fucked up, he might go, love you, man. Love you, man. Love you, man. And just, like, go down the line and be, like, all right, let's go. And then, bam. If that even happened, usually it's just, all right, stack up here. All right, everybody's counting four. Fucking go. Yeah. And it's quick. Very quick.
1: Because, man, guys are dying. Like guys are yep. literally getting gunned down over there, and you're taking the time to hold their shoulders, yep. and look them in the eyes, and go, yep. "I love you." Now say it back to me, like, what the, Like I, I understand the poignancy.
0: Yes, but, yes. And I
1: understand the motivation. I, I hundred percent would like, like uh. you said, tap, like, "I love you, love you, love you." Go, 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 go. It's also the same thing with like. They're fucking flanking them. He's like, all right, so we're going to go up and we're going to do this. and We're going to left or it's like, you would know that boom, 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 mm-hmm. done. Threat taken out. Bam, 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 bam. Even as a reenactor, I know that. And it's just like, I get it. Cinema and telling the people what they're doing. It was hundred percent cinema, but yeah. come on. that You see the guys flanking. You should automatically like take that target. And go, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, Brian's hands up. A funny edit
0: would be that at the end of that, you just put the scene in from uh, blues brothers. Where at the uh, he's like, I hate the Illinois Nazis. <laughs> when they drive into a- yeah, because like see when they die, and it's just like yeah. I've always loved you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, when they're fall when he's falling. Yeah, when, you know, when they're I, dying. I've I've always always yeah, you. I've always loved you. I no, but like in yeah. real life in
3: real life though, man, honestly, like the, those guys would have been out of the vehicles and fucking stacking Gone. and then okay, yeah. accountability. And then there another thing that I was gonna comment on is so the combat scenes are good and bad because they're good for one thing of like the chaos, and like you can't really actually hear anybody, right? They just all the sound, this noise, this shit, and it's chaos, and there's rounds coming. You don't know what the fuck's going on. What they lacked in this film, as far as those scenes, those few scenes, was hand signals. Hmm. That's how you communicate. Is you just go, even if it's not an official hand signal, you go.
1: You're right. I, you're right. You're 100 percent right. I didn't think. I didn't think on that. Yeah,
3: you're always you're always speaking with your hands. I was looking
1: for this. Yeah, when they yes. were and they did. Oh, and for I'm, ceasefire. And I'm and yeah, doing ceasefire. ceasefire. Sorry, we're we're yeah. not recording video.
3: There was no yeah. hand signals whatsoever during that sequence. I did enjoy it because of the fact that it was just chaos, and also you're not just gonna have one. Sc- okay, let's break this down a little bit further. One squad of guys going out there, you're probably gonna have a platoon at least. And the squad was never broken up. They were all in a gaggle fuck. It's like you're gonna have an alpha and a bravo team. That's how a squad works. You're gonna have your squad leader who, I guess, Vin Diesel was playing, even though he's apparently their platoon sergeant, but it could it can happen, <laughs> right? So um they were never broken up. It was they were always together, and it's like, all right, Alpha team, you do this, blah, 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 blah. Bravo team, do that. And it's gonna be very quick because everybody knows what to do, but you're just reinforcing it if you have to talk. Usually you don't. Usually the guys, like you, uh, I don't know, I remember who said earlier, usually you guys know what to do, right? You're trained, bam, all right? So your teams are going to split up. You're going to be on a wall at this place. The guy 240 Bravo, like, was not at all portrayed correctly at all. Or or implemented you, correctly at all. Either. Oh, my God. I mean, maybe they want to give him a saw, but like, a 240 Bravo? No, that motherfucker's going to be up on the top of that building where they just, where they where they exited their vehicles. And he's going to be up there with an assistant gunner who's got ammo. And there's going to be another guy below that that has more ammo. And they're going to be getting fire direction, again, with hand signals from the squad leader, whoever the fuck is in charge, right? And when they go, okay, they're up on the wall. Me, first shot, you level the area affirmative you know because you make up you make up a lot of shit like when you're in that situation you make up a lot of hand signals but you yes. understand and if you don't understand you go and then and then you go until you do and you know? and and if, mm-hmm.
1: they, if they're if they've been together for a bit you're gonna have
3: that Well, exactly dude when you're when you're with um, really quick brian um when you're with a group of guys you can know who that is by their fart you know you know how their <laughs> farts taste different that's how close you are to these guys So your training is so fucking good, or it should be. It should be, I should say that. little caveat there. Um, Mm -hmm. It should be so good that you know... Okay. Before you even get into the fucking trucks and get out to there to do that, you all know what the fuck you're doing. So nothing has to be said.
1: that That whole back and forth, that whole talking about everything? Yes. Throw it out the fucking window. Sorry.
0: Yeah. I... I've never had the ability to serve, but I've been in some very stressful situations of like simulated, you know, military stuff. And there's nothing funnier after the fact, when you're trying to do hand signals with someone and you have a miscommunication and you're arguing with hang signals and it's just kind of funny. I've had that but before. You don't know but, them.
3: That's the thing is like, when you know yeah. some, when you know people yeah, but it's so closely, a... it's mm-hmm. it, that, that usually does not happen. Even if you're just making shit up on the fly. Um, that's, that's the difference. I think is what you're talking about is like, That's why I say it should work, right? Unless you're fucking, you completely don't know anybody. But like, that's very, especially in GWAT, it's very unusual that you don't know these guys because minimally, you're going to be spending three to six months with these guys. If you just got in the unit, you know, while you're deploying and all that stuff, you get there and all that stuff, you're going to know each other very well. And if you go, oh, I know, I know, I know how I can, I, it's like an instinct kind of thing. It's like, oh, I know that guy is going to react. If I go, um, yeah, when I take the first shot, you on the 240 is going to react, and then you guys go over and flank left and get the fuck out there. You go, okay, here's the way this guy's going to understand it. Bam. Here's the way this guy's going to understand it. You go, good, confirmed, or no, and then you just try to re-explain it if you have to. Usually it doesn't happen. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, all right. And then it's on the mark of the first shot. It's not this... Like they did in the in the movie, like three, two, one. It's like no, no, no.
1: On three or three, then then go. You know, <laughs> like- right? No, it's it's, <laughs> it's
3: it's always understood. It's okay. So the squad leader, whoever's in charge, usually, if you're doing something that you're planning, initiates contact by their shot. And then everybody just fucking. And that's goes. and that's
1: how you circumnavigate that whole that whole joke. that's a lethal weapon quote, but but that whole that whole fucking confusion, that's all out the door once the squad leader fucking lets up one rip. That's done.
3: Yeah, but everybody knows what they're doing. And then so in that so just analyzing that scene from my training and everything and whatever, it's it so those guys at the door that he was shooting at, right? He probably would have gotten one or two of them. The other guys would have gotten the rest of them almost immediately. The guys in the house, you know, farther away, they had the AT4s there. I like that touch. They had the AT4s there. Good stuff. And they had the 203s that were whatever.
1: The effects for the AT4s were very were very good, I thought.
3: They actually were because yeah. AT4s, and the one guy, I, I noticed this. It's a little small detail, but um, very, very good, is he kind of hesitates and he goes, he looks back, he goes, back blast area clear. Because that's your training, that's your muscle memory yeah. is going through that, and so you don't think about it, you just do it. And then he hesitated, but it didn't matter because it was like, but he's out in the open at that point, you right? Know? So yeah, and I and I yeah. think
1: and I think there's just there's again there's little nuances that makes that combat yeah. good, and then there's and then there's unfortunately. It's not really like it's implemented bad it's just like lack of lack there of of of, co- of context yep. and stuff that like makes that shit work and i think it's the- about
3: halfway there you know what i mean right, like yeah. and it's on a good track it's it's about halfway there even um, even
1: though i yeah. even though i didn't i i am like why the fuck are you talking just go you know like all that kind of shit like i i i do see effort in the movement even if it's you know, clunky, like Vin Diesel mainly, but like, you know, like all that stuff, it's like, it's fine. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like wreck you for that. You know what I mean? Like I see, no, and that, again, that, it, it comes, totally... it comes, it comes down to like, there was an attempt and the attempt was pretty good. There's just, for us nerds and us, us being so nitpicky yeah. about shit, it's like. That's, well, here's the thing you know.
3: is a squad leader or a, whatever the, f- I'm just gonna call him a squad leader for the henceforth because mm-hmm. that's the role he was playing for a squad leader to go, I'm gonna head out Unlikely, but a lot of these guys would because they always lead from the front. Infantry guys, especially. They're always like, I'm gonna go out there. Um, you know, here, you're gonna follow me, right? And when he gets out, and then um, you know, Lynn gets he get, there's fire all around him. And obviously, uh, you know, Vin Diesel gets hit and then he goes, Fuck, and he gets back. That's it, that's a that's a, a thing that's gonna live with uh Lynn for the rest of his life, right? Because he's like, Why didn't I just go forward? Well, you would have been hit. And then there would have been no chance of, you know, getting these guys out but whatever. And it's one of those things that I thought that scene, again, was about 50%. But as far as the actual overall picture was pretty damn accurate because, yeah, I mean, if you're going out there as any whatever, nothing, and you're getting fire and shit, your training says get the fuck back to cover because you're going to get hit. And I'll, you know, the way they, they showed it was like, it was right there. They, they had their little, uh, their little, uh, blow area in the, in the wall zeroed with machine gun and rifle fire. And so you get back cause you don't want to become a casualty because then you are now a, a, a casualty and you are a, um, a, um, uh, uh, liability to your team because now they have to get you out. And that's kind of what they showed though they were trying to show, Right.
1: Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're all there, and I'll and I'll I'll say this is like to me, I feel like this movie has an understanding of tact yes. of tactics and weapon weapon placement and weapon weapon knowledge and stuff like that. Like yes, you know, like the py- the the practical pyros or the practical like hits and all that stuff look great. Even the CG stuff looked pretty impressive. I thought the guy getting eviscerated by a fifty was a pretty cool touch. You know all that kind of stuff. I mean, as as it was,
2: as, it was right. as yeah.
1: ridiculous as it is, as you know, it's not one yeah. hit in mush meat. But you know, it's it's but it's there. there Rambo, is a, it's yeah. there. Yeah, yep. it's not. It's not. It's not the back of a fucking yeah. back of a fucking uh, what vehicle is that in Rambo for Brian? Where you the like weapons carrier or something? Was it like that? Yeah. Where it just plasters him all over the fucking. Oh, all right, talking about the the,
2: the, the, the fifty cal uh, yeah. truck sequence. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> turns
3: yeah. the guy into hamburger. Yeah, yeah. The, the idea was the idea was was gotten across. <laughs> the idea
1: was, was gotten, gotten across. I mean, again, I feel yep. it feels like, but it also feels like to me, Hollywood takes over. Hollywood, yes. Hollywood takes over, and that wins over the precedent of realistic combat there was a lot of that
3: there was a lot of that in this film with writing and and such michael
2: Wh- which is ironic because of the stuff that the movie touches on you know right? exactly right, which yeah. is was exactly <laughs> what i was
1: saying like it, it's almost yeah. like you said it's like it's it's like it knows it's a fucking movie about this fucking thing mm-hmm. also like i know this is a thing because i'm my my hobby for reenacting for the last 20 years has put me around a lot of afghan and iraq vets and god i can't tell you how a lot of that going up to people and like, oh, my 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 nephew served like that or my boss Oh blah. my god! Oh yes. my god! I wanted to crawl Dude. inside 72 my... seventy-two virgins? Yeah, I wanted to crawl yeah. inside my couch. I
3: actually loved that sequence. I loved. That I love that because with the
2: montage of the people and talking what the sergeant says yeah. beforehand. No, He's you like, gotta nope. take it for <laughs> it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: And, I, and yeah. That that sequence, among others in this film I've absolutely loved. Go ahead. That,
1: that is a hundred percent proof that this is from people who've experienced this in real life because only those people would know that and know that. And, and that was the thing is that the only thing I wanted to say is like, this obviously had a lot of good advisors, with what to put into the script because Their of game those is really
3: great. We'll get into that later. Okay. Yes. Because because to they go because to yeah. go
1: into those interactions, especially with people, and then also I liked not the plot dialogue, but the dialogue to fill in the banter between the guys. To yes. me, was spot on. I mean, it spot was fucking about on. as close
3: as you're going to see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: To other than being absolutely horrid, because we've all heard much worse around. No, but like, <laughs> I like that's like that. Well,
3: yeah, yeah, you know, but like, that's about as close as you're going to get on film, in my opinion. That's what I mean. Like, on um, film,
1: I yep, think that's as that, close as you're ever going to get.
3: Yep. And, um, cause, yeah, when the, that whole sequence came up, um, you know, it, it really, uh, you know, it's like, it, it's, I was talking to, um, you know, Don this past weekend, right? And he's a Vietnam veteran and he went through an insane amount of shit came home. They're just like, all right, go home. You're done. Whatever, nothing. And then he just didn't want to talk about it and everything and stuffed it. And he couldn't understand why I didn't want people to know I was over there. And this, this film, this film gets that insanely accurate as to why is because at a point not not a high point at all. It becomes very uncomfortable. And that was the whole kind of, uh, I guess theme and premise of the film is how uncomfortable it is to come back and be put on such a pedestal where people are uncomfortable around you. They don't know what to say. So they just, they just say the first thing that comes to mind. It's like, well, I'm a human being. How about that? You know? And, and and there's a dichotomy there and it's, it gets deeper, but like, that that that's the thing that like this that scene in particular I was like ah there we
1: go the football locker room scene was also made me want to that, crawl yeah. inside of a wall I uh, yeah like like I and I know there's people like that and I know people have a experienced lot a lot of those conversations who have served and I just feel so fucking bad because I would maybe maybe I'm naive but like. I would never even want stink of trying to talk like that to any of them. I like, like I know the last thing veterans normally, at least the veterans who are my most like that I've interacted with reenacting, who are my friends, they do not want any of that. They want to blend back into society so fucking fast that, you know, they'll trust you with telling you stories, but like, I don't know, like, I, I, I saw all those interactions, and nothing has m- ever made me feel that uncomfortable. Like, it just, like, and I and I don't know what it is, and maybe it's just because I'm, when I've, have coexisted within that realm of guys coming back home for so yeah. long that I am, like, somehow, like, you know, placebo effect, like, I just, I can't stand it. But, like, I, I fucking hated that, like, oh, like, it just made me so uncomfortable, like you said.
0: It shows how the public demands so much from veterans while they're serving, you know, both overseas and here. Because you're, no matter what you do, if you're in an airport, and yes, it's nice to a certain extent, but you're always going to get, you know, it's like an open statement knowing you're in the military. Like, oh, I can just talk to you.
3: Well, I, I wouldn't say it's a demand necessarily. It's a, it's an,
0: it's, it's just not understood at all. Well, uh, I, you know what I, I mean. I should, I should say more like when they see you, it's a projection of their connection to that you know more than anything else
3: but it's it's an uncomfortable and very um um
0: formulaic uh it's it's i don't think it's good it, it no it, yeah, it's it's no i'm not supporting it. i'm just saying no, that yeah do people see you yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just like you know oh well like you said you're on a pedestal so you're thrust to have to say something and it's like exactly oh, my, and, and, yeah. my friend's uncle killed japs on tarot there you go right. and
3: it's
2: like cool Thanks. You know? <laughs> you
0: know, should we bomb those a like, yep. uh,
2: like The the interesting thing that I would say is like, what do you want me to say to that? Like if I wasn't, like if someone... If, what if you just, I were you that just kind had to of...
3: do what they did in the film is like, I actually thought that was a very good thing because they showed how it was just like, mm-hmm. all right, oh, right on. Yeah, cool. Oh, thank you. You know, blah, blah, blah. All that shit. But it, it gets to a point where it's like, I don't want people to be uncomfortable around me. And that's, this film showed that in a way that I... I think was really good and very accurate is how uncomfortable. Well, some of the guys were because some of the guys were just, they're still in that mindset, you know, cause in this situation, in this fictional situation, they're all home on leave for like two weeks. Right. And they're doing this tour and everything. And you know, they're, they're, they're still in that mode. And then, um, you know, Lynn is out of that mode for us. He's, he's coming out of it temporarily. And he's kind of seeing this and he's like, well, is this what I'm going to come back to? Like, this is, this is almost as fucking bad as being over there, but at least I'm familiar with being over there. You know, that that's kind of what I got out of like the whole, like the overall, the macro level kind of message. And that's, it, it's, again, let's find a happy medium. You know, let's find a happy medium. Like don't piss and shit on vets that, you know, it happened in Vietnam. Don't just, you know, they can never talk about it. You know, we don't want to hear about it, but I would just do your thing. But also putting go, overcorrecting that much and putting people on, on this huge pedestal that they're expected to be at is also not helpful. So maybe there's a happy medium in between there, you know? And yeah, it's just, we're, we're humans. Everybody's a human. And, you know, people have done we, weird and nasty, horrific shit that, is unexplainable and everything, but when when I think I think the biggest harm that came with uh, GY, especially in this film, because it's late 2004, right? So this is like in the during still, Fallujah, yep. During or still post the Fallujah, yeah. Well, actually, my dad was in Diyala Province with First ID, so that's why I kind of uh, oh really enjoyed the, oh interesting oh interesting yeah he he got there in October of uh, 2004 and he was my dad wears a First ID combat pass because he was with them. And um, but he was in Diala Province, which is basically Baghdad up to Iran, and then down, and then back over. It's like a triangle, and um, so that's what the guy, these guys were supposed to be in. And uh, what the hell was I gonna say? What the hell was I just saying? I just lost it. Early gy oh yeah four. yeah because yeah early gy because then when they came back according to according to this film when they came back it was still in the rah rah fuck them up you know fucking patriotism, fucking fighting terrorism around the world kind of phase. And then these guys are kind of questioning it going, or some of them are like, well, is it, you know, that early on? and, And then, you know, that whole mentality just kind of carried over and it got, it got, it got more dead over the years. And yeah, it's just insane. It,
0: it was like 06 or 07 that there was the, a lot of fatigue. about what was happening you know and then you had the 08 election with obama and then you had the surge and you were probably part of the surge i was yeah yeah so that was you know this is like you said this is on the tail end of the first wave because they kind of allude to it like now they're fighting each other because it's the middle of the insurgency so
3: yeah so this was this was oaf3 that they're talking about in in this film it's oaf3 and it's right before or no it might have been OF two because they started the next phase right i think as this takes place and then they went to i three which is like the elections kind of part of it mm-hmm. oh we're, we're yeah, iraqi elections and shit but first id was there um third id was there many even thunder runs yeah yeah and it was just kind of what they showed is just walking up and down the street and always being like like i, I did like that sequence where he's walking in the market and he sees, you know, somebody, I don't know, pull out a cell phone or, or not a cell phone, but like a something. And then a like lighter, a kid threw a bird A yeah, lighter. lighter. Yep. And then he, he looks at the kids throwing the bird. He's like, oh, shit, is that a signal to be attacked? And then you know, you're always on guard like that. And um, that was a little tiny touch that. Yeah.
0: yeah no, I'm I, just a touch. Yeah. Driving through the parking lot. Uh, the stadium versus driving through, like with the mirrorman mirror. that was great. I, I love those transitional and, and those scenes. Mm-hmm. This film really had a very cool way to meander through the story and, and yet stay in touch with everything. And that was probably one of the best parts of its cinematography. There was, yep.
1: there was, there was a shot and it really threw me off because you're not used to it unless it's a very poignant, like almost kind of like fourth wall break. But it's, t- it's Chris Tucker and, uh, uh, the guy who plays Billy Lynn, who are like looking dead at the camera. It's like that last quadrant of the shot, like like the whole like la- last section of those of this movie gets very very fucking, fucking deep, personal, but almost boundary breaking shots. It's very yeah. interesting. Oh, again, it almost feels like it's kind of like its self awareness of what it is, mm-hmm. and and I and I just I I thought again like I keep hounding on it, but like I really 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 thought it was really really powerful in the senses the only thing and i want to run it by you guys because dude was was billy lynn and his sister like the plot of a fucking cheap porno or is it just me <laughs> uh
2: was it just me getting those vibes because it just
1: the- it, it felt very much like i want to fuck my sister well, it's Kristen
3: Stewart, but yeah,
1: <laughs> but no, but I'm like say, the whole gotta... plot was like that, and I was like,
3: I w- but no, it wasn't. I think it's just um there's some people who are very close to their siblings. I've seen people like that where they're very, I, I, they're very I, close. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It, it's kind of a. I, I think it's kind of a, a Texan kind of thing too. Like that, that has to do <laughs> Whoa with some there. Of that, you know. Whoa there! <laughs> yeah, it's like in terms of like Texas families, like they're very like close with sibling yeah. wise. You know? Sister fucking country, yeah damn okay. No, <laughs> see, we're just roasting I bridges. This, this, you know.
1: I I didn't get the sister
0: fucker mentality. Like, okay, that. I I just wanted to bounce. I wanted a to what, make sure I was not. Well, like, you know. I was going to throw this into my my end of my review, but I I will dust it off now. So I was going to say that you could look at the film a few different ways. The TLDR, one way to look at it is: <laughs> sister ruins my life with an attitude. Like, the whole time. Jesus. (laughs) So... You know, not, not that inaccurate. Uh, I would say. Hey, you can frame things different ways, and that's one way to frame this movie. Like the sister is ruining your life every way she can. She's a manipulator, and you're just falling for. It. Like it's like Forrest Gump 2.0 Iraq, <laughs> but, but yeah, but with, yeah. with the sister instead. Why of don't Freddy? you love me? Yeah, you have to leave the army after I made you join the army because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> so you end up in a cabin in like the fucking desert with no legs. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> she breaks your legs in the winter on a block yeah, and a... So, is that mi- is that, that is that misery
1: did I? yes, yes. okay thank you mm-hmm. yeah. okay
2: hobbling what that's what they that's what it's called with the that's with the, the piece practice. of wood between yeah. the legs and the sledge it's called what hobbling
0: hobbling
1: hobbling she says yes. that in the movie yeah
0: yep I don't yeah, it's remember a practice that. they used to do for minors.
1: huh i learned something yep. new today
0: yeah. like hey Nate you're a hobbit <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Now
1: I'm gonna remember that. Now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our, our token was, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: medieval terms aren't based in flowers making, and gingerbread. Making
1: fun of disabled people. Got it. All right. Got it.
0: Well, oh. it takes one. It takes one. Get off no your one. fucking <laughs> horse, you
3: fucking whiny bitch. We're talking about cripples here, yeah.
0: Nathan. So just listen. I want you to calm down and what you to say Oreo for me. If you can say Oreo like anyone else, then you're not retarded.
2: You have to prepare for this.
0: Oreo. And now I heard the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you're, you're fucked. You're, you're fucked. Not good. Yeah. Stay by the bay, puns gone. Oreo. Yeah.
3: Anywho, <laughs> we'll stay on track for this fucker. Um, Oreo. You know, it, also, it's okay. When they're doing that press conference, right? And then it, it kind of blanks out, like, what they... What, you know, Lynn thinks they're going to say because he knows them and they probably would say versus what they actually say very fucking accurate right very because yeah. it's like so what do you do you know in your free time i just jerk off right <laughs> i play video games masturbate well it was,
2: i like yep, the I, just, uh, I like the moment right before that too where they're filming like a promo, the promo and the yeah. sergeant oh keeps yeah, like yeah saying stupid shit and they're you know they're like stop that they're dropping the ball or some shit they're just like <laughs> yeah. you know like you fucking you dumb fuck yeah
3: and- taji, my Taji, fuck. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, that's, yeah, it, that's the thing is, I also did like the uh, the overall banter with the guys. Mm-hmm. I know they're all actors and most of them probably never were actually in, but like the banter, whoever wrote it and directed it did it pretty okay. Again, it's probably one of the best you're going to see on film. It's It's way more graphic and intense in real life. Very. But like when the guy sticks his head out of the fucking window, or uh, the Sun and roof. he I'm hits sorry, him I'm in the not. nuts. Okay. He just repeatedly <laughs> yeah, just bashing <laughs> yeah. I, the head. I forgot about yep, that. Yeah, that. That's,
1: that, that I saw yeah. that, and I went, "That's someone who knows." Oh God, yeah, <laughs> that's,
3: you, you're talking about. You're talking about 11 Bravo's here. Like you're talking about the the, the scum of the earth, the most the, the most vile villain uh, yeah.
1: again. Again, like Mike's the only one with real world, you know, experience within literally that era. For me, it's guys coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan and we're in fucking like jeeps and shit, and the same shit's happening, but it's an eighty-year-old equipment, and those guys like never oh, yeah. left, like they, they suck right back into fucking Iraq and oh, Afghanistan. Yeah. So it's the same thing. So when he started like sack tapping him in the hole, like I I was like, yep, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, then you get into <laughs> yeah. a fight, you yeah, get a yeah. scuffle. Yeah. And it's yeah. like fuck you,
3: you <laughs> yeah. cunt! Yeah. Like you know, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And then you know, it's it just you know, oh, bring it up. No, it's so just let me give a deal. He just hit me in the fucking balls repeatedly. <laughs> Well yeah, but you were doing this. Well fuck you, you know what I'm saying? Okay, fine, fuck it. And then two minutes later you're fine. I, I don't want to look like a douche. Don't
1: worry. You have no we have no there's no problem with
3: making you look like a douche. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So a lot of the banter was actually it was very watered down, like full metal jacket, like we were talking about mm-hmm. at the beginning of that. It's very watered down, but it's a taste of kind of because if being you, that culture. Because if
1: you really did it, it would not be released.
3: Uh, it's, it gets really <laughs> fucking bad. And any, any, for like, I was always the one that would just go, you know, and fall, like, doze off, right? Like, we were driving places or some shit, you know? And, oh, it's merciless, you know? And then, you know, people get on you, and they're like, oh, fucking, they just yeah. never stop giving you shit about whatever. And um, you're always, like, trying to defend yourself, and then you, that's where you learn how to say things back to them that are, extremely vile, but it gets them to shut up for 5 minutes and then you're good to go. So that I think I think the film caught the essence of it without doing the whole thing, yeah.
1: Let, let's just say this. This film's banter, tunnel rat banter. Like it's completely naive. Are and we, day. do are we, are we need we really to make <laughs> I'm trying to give you. Why are we I'm, looking back? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to give you extreme low. Like that's
3: all.
2: You're being a fucking cunt. Shut the fuck. That up. That, <laughs> me, that memory. That memory of that movie is already in my grave. Jesus okay. fucking Christ! The, Your what fucking movie?
3: bearded wonder ass is fucking still stuck on that piece of shit. You're fucking dumb. No. No wonder this podcast is fucking just. You're, you're the problem. That's <laughs> that's what it is. You're the fucking problem. Brian, go ahead. You're the, <laughs> the problem. You're the thing. fucking problem.
0: The only thing that this movie needed, as far as banter, was something like uh, shenanigans, you know, where like they're in the kitchen with all the chefs, like, oh fuck the goat, you know, all the, like the different shit, the Batman, oh, yeah, <laughs> see each other's testicles, that kind of stuff. And that was <laughs> the only thing missing that that next vulgarity. Mm-hmm. Of, but they were also you know, trying. To, they were
3: also trying but, to be professional. Then they're class A's, right? You know, and um, mm-hmm. they're trying to be professional, but. Yeah, it, it, it. Jesus Christ, we we're at my buddy's funeral detail when we got back from Iraq, and we were still fucking around like that
2: mm-hmm. until we got to the actual funeral,
3: and then it was like, oh, mm-hmm. this sucks. But we were we were all fucking around, hitting each other in the balls, and just talking shit, you know, in our class A's and stuff. And mm-hmm. then that's how it goes. It's like you, because that's unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, that's the culture. You're always keeping each other on your toes, always, constantly, whether it's verbal, physical, whatever, and you. It's just something it it does take a long time to get out of though. My god. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cuz just like saying things people are like that is really mean. I'm like I I I okay, I didn't mean it like that. Like no, that's not what I meant. Um <laughs> okay, let's just can there, we just restart. There please? there was there was someone who I I don't know what it might be
1: an interview or something like that and it was Someone who said, like, it was a hard time getting, he's like, he realized how different the culture was, which was when coming back out from deployment, because, you know, normally you'd be like, hey, hand me the fucking butter, you know? And he's like, he came home and he's like having dinner with his parents for like Thanksgiving. And he's like, hey, yeah, Ma, give me the fucking butter. Give me the fucking butter. And she like fucking like turned white as a ghost. And yep. was like about to and hit you him. you go, oh shit. And you're like, oh yeah. shit. Yeah. And I can't remember. You overcorrect it. You go, yeah,
3: oh like, shit. Fuck, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's just restart the whole conversation. Can we just, can you please pass me the butter? How right, about that? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like, you get but, in that mode. Yeah, you're in that mode and it's it's some guys never come out of it. And it's just like, hey, how about you cool your shit down there, fucking moto? How about we do that? But um it yeah, anyway, uh they they portrayed that I think pretty damn well in the film. Um, as far as just the guys constantly, constantly But here's the thing is so whenever they get into some shit, one one guy's drunk as fuck, you know, like one guy's starting a fight, one guy's doing this, they all have each other's backs instantly. They're always there.
2: Right.
3: And that was something I have not found since I was in the military. Is like you, you got your you've got your boys, I guess. And you everybody knows each other and yeah. everybody knows what each other's gonna do. And okay, oh, he's blacked out, I can tell because of his eyes. So we'll just watch him. And then he does exactly what you know he's gonna do, and then you just get him out of there immediately, right? You know, and and it's, and then it's like, and, boy, and they
1: show that with the secure with yep. the with the with the vendetta against them from the uh, stage crew.
3: Yeah, exactly, yeah. and that you know with that with that with that guy
1: who was who had double he got he was he was completely deaf, and he just comes in yeah. the end with the gun just to scare them all away, like that. that I'm, I'm not to Hollywood. That that yeah. that was ridiculous but i i thought it was i thought it was at least i just think it's funny how he just disappears because he's double deaf <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's yeah.
3: Like, all right you're a, you're a fucking oh four you're rolling around and also it was interesting as far as the uniforms is did you notice how on their class a's they didn't have combat patches on yeah but on the, on their dcus they did yeah well
0: that's because that's i would you're attribute not that to deployment yet right what they're not all the way through the deployment yet. Yeah, right? they have them
3: on their DCUs, right? No, the reason for that is they had just gotten back in this scenario, like this fictional scenario. Um, to actually get those patches sewn on by tailoring or whatever it takes about a week, mm. Mm. and so they got their little ribbons and everything like that. They could probably get those from the PX, but to actually get your patches sewn on, that takes a little bit. And they had their they had all their shit on their uh, DCUs, but just not their Class As. I was sitting there at first, I'm like, "Why the fuck?" And then once it went on a little bit, and I figured it out, like I was like, "Oh,
0: nice, nice little touch." Whoever advised, yeah, I saw the military advisor in the end. I, I want to look him up because they did a very good job with everything. I thought, you know, not one thing militarily really took me out. So the only the only little kind of
3: stupid critique that I could put is uh the guy's in 04 and O or O three to O five, basically. They had more gear on their IBAs than these guys did. They had a lot more ammo pouches, grenade pouches, pistols, all that shit. I think um, Vin Diesel's character had about the most accurate setup, but a lot of these guys were almost slick, you know. And it's like even if you're mechanized, which they were not, um, you'd, you'd have a lot of shit. You carry a minimum of seven fucking rounds, uh, seven magazines on your person, and then one in your weapon. Minimum. That's your minimum combat load. Usually you're about double that, even just on a dismounted patrol at that point. And that kind of stayed constant. But like, that's the only really minor critique I had as far as any of the gear for late 2004.
0: It's a very interesting period, too. Yep. And it's, you know, they say. Technically, history doesn't start for 20, 25 years to, after the events. So now, you know, we're 20 years after the early events of the Iraq War. These things can really be studied, and, you know, we can really differentiate the manufacturers of the camouflage and all the different stuff. And, you know, like people – as funny as that might sound, because it's a conflict that you're in, you know, people really start oh, to know, examine know, events and everything. Yep. It's uh, – but
3: it's just a matter of like um – yeah. I mean, cause like I, I saw my dad and I know, I know guy, the guys are my team leaders and squad leaders on my second or my deployment, their second deployment. They show me pictures of them and they all were just loaded out. And when they're with first ID guys, you can see in the pictures cause of the patch. They were also loaded out, you know, on their IBAs and shit, or they were the flick with all their shit on there. It was personal preference, but that's literally, and that's a small critique. That's not bad at all. You know, that's not a big deal
0: it didn't take anything away from the, the film. It's nice to see an Iraq war film with no ACU. Yep. At all. No digital. Yeah, because yeah, like, it, it's 2004, you know?
3: 2004, you know? Yeah. And that was, um, and they're also wearing Pazgit. So that's highly accurate because the first ID deployed, I think sometime in the summer, I think, or late summer of 2004 um, to like Diala and Baghdad and everything around there. And they were the last kind of group that deployed with PAS gets my dad and the guys that deployed that actually went over there in late 2004 were the first kind of rotations of, you know, leg infantry, like not unconventional troops, but like leg infantry that were getting like the ACH or they had the Mitch back then the Mitch, you know, and then they still had the fucking woodland IBAs, you know, with the DCUs and everything. But they were starting to get newer shit. They were starting to get like the, you know, the the uh Mitch and all that stuff and just slightly new things. But yeah, for them having Pazgits with the old school uh, mounts that go over the the lip, 100% accurate.
0: So, uh, I like that touch. Yeah. It was really good. It was very visually appealing. Just like the cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: they were they weren't bad. Um, I think I might have found who it was. Um uh Bill Bergdahl. His name because his his credit list is um Consultant Iraq.
2: So <laughs>
1: Consultant
3: to Iraq?
1: Like 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 his role is consultant Iraq. So let me get this straight. Uh, You're an Iraqi consultant. And so I'm not I'm so not mean, sure then if then that... get
3: this straight for you, uh I'm going to tell you, your your uniform, uh, no, and I, no, these guys are here in 2004, uh, no, it's a, it's a different thing, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to explain, but I I don't know, I don't know how to explain it to you, yeah, (laughs) that kind of, that kind Um, of consultant
0: Iraq, I, oh, $20, oh, I I know how to explain, I,
1: I don't, I don't think this is, because I, I was trying to find, like, military advisor, and I couldn't find anything like that, it's um, kind
3: of like the guy we had um, that advised from Japan for Reveille. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: yes, Don Schlickman. Don, Don
3: Schlickman, yeah. Yeah,
0: well, he also came on board for uh, combat cameras, you know. Yeah. So, you yeah. yeah. We have a photo of Don somewhere, I forget. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same thing that I was just thinking of, like, right. where he just says, you know, you know, Don Schlickman, whatever country he happens to be in, like, yes. what are you doing here, you know? So... Nate, do you need to take a fucking beat? What the fuck don't, is going on here?
1: I don't think, I don't think, Michael knows.
3: I don't think Michael knows. Does. Does. He doesn't, and that's fine. He doesn't
1: have to. Oh
2: Christ!
0: He
2: doesn't have to. Okay, uh... time out. What is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, fuck.
1: (laughs) Oh, Christ. All right. It was like Christ on a
0: cross. Well, while we're on the subject, I figure we can bring up this week's sticker trivia. Yay. Nathan, edit in some yay. 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 So, Steve Martin was in this film, and I think he was expertly cast. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. What other war films have Steve Martin been in? There are actually a number of them, so first person to send any of the titles to us via Facebook or Instagram will get this week's sticker. And also, before we forget, um, we are doing a Q&A. So if you have any questions, if you'd love to know what Michael's favorite color is or where Birch lost his virginity, then we'd love to know that question. So please uh, send us your questions on Instagram or Facebook or Comment here.
1: Well, this is for uh, Mister Xenon ninety four to answer because he's saying he hasn't gotten a fucking sticker trivia. So, dude, well, get it in. Question.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're totally not going to get it, but go for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Michael has prepared you well. They have been so.
1: easy lately. I'm I'm surprised. You know, you got to get it in there, dude.
0: Yep. You got She said.
1: <laughs> and then she died. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yep. You're welcome. You're rubbing off on me. What can I say? Yeah, it's only taken it what two years of continuous torture and drama to watch bad oh, yeah. movies
3: together.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> That's all it takes. How long it then, Jesus? Almost. It'll be.
0: Oh, we've been doing it. Yeah, we've been recording for two years. Yes, uh, it's been out okay. for a year and a half. All right.
1: Well, yeah. hold on. We'll, uh, yeah, well, hold on. April.
0: It was the month before Revelry. 22 months. Oh, two wow. months After, right? I thought it was after. No, before. Because we had to stop during. We didn't release until July of 2022. Oh, we were that's recording right, yeah. for that whole spring. So we got 10 episodes. Like, yeah. yeah. Kind of, okay. Yeah. I it, remember. Yep. And yep, it, we we're yep. doing it like every other week for a while. Yep, and then yep. we did it every week. Yep. So. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's been, two been a slow years. Haul. Yeah. Fucking crap. It's been two years of recording. Yes. So. Damn. Damn. You guys right. are all fucking nuts. Mm <laughs> hmm dude 88 fucking films you learn a lot about how everything's a copy of everything all the fucking time it starts to, oh my god yeah
2: when Mike and I did that Soviet movie we were just like it's got all the got all the hallmarks there
0: yep. yeah there's hallmarks to like every level of war film it's very interesting and you know pretty quickly if it's gonna be good or bad like the first 20 minutes so. well this,
3: this one didn't actually have all the hallmarks because it was so the the plot was a lot different it yeah. was it was showing
0: you know
2: something like this is a breath of fresh air sometimes
0: once you get in the stretch hummer then everything changes but like the first bit is like w- w- so polished and i just saw that this was the this film was shot in 120 frames per second yeah which yep. is very, why, very quick okay. yeah. that's why it Holy looks weird shit. yeah yeah, it looks like really weird. Like, is it made for 4K aliens? Like, I'm a human. Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> i like to see things at a frame rate of 24 frames. My eye
2: doesn't capture like, that much. Yeah.
0: Yes. Like, I, I, where's the Hulk?
1: You know, it, it was funny because recently, just to put just timestamps on the recordings, like the week prior was, uh, well, Mike A's been gone because he's been so busy, but the but the the, the the you you guys did you know Eminem did the Soviet film. Uh, Ninth Company, and then we did Main, me, Brian, and Mike, and then- uh, and The and B&N. Then, then, yeah, and then B&N. We had to fucking sit through a torturous- You want to talk about Hallmark cliches, fucking Field of Lost Shoes.
0: That was not even that, like stationarily fucking shot harsh.
1: I've never heard Brian more frustrated with cinematography in my life than Damn, that I movie. wish I was there
0: for that. Oh dude. What did you say? You said
1: be- a wedding video has better cinematography. Yeah, a wedding video <laughs> a, a videographer
0: in a wedding video <laughs> yeah. has better cinematography yeah, yeah, yeah. Than Pretty good. fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. No inspiration at it all. It was which, I mean wait, which which it, movie was this? Uh, Field of Lost Shoes. It's
1: the one with uh, Jason Isaac in it.
0: Also known as Don't Waste Your Fucking Time. Yeah, please.
2: Lost Shoes. (laughs) What a weird title.
0: Uh, Well, the story is is because these cadets, they were from the VMI. They marched into battle. Mm. And they had to march like a very long – over – like it was uh, a night march. And uh, long story short, they took these guns. But in another battle, they were attacked. And uh, they had shoes that didn't fit that well. And they lost them in the mud. So after the battle, this one guy commented, Oh, it's a Field of Lost Shoes. So that was where the cool. term comes from. <laughs> okay. just, I see it. It's very poignant to you. <laughs> so. Sorry, <laughs> maybe if I
2: read read about it or something. Well, know. it
1: was. We were gonna have less on for that one, but uh, his, his schedule didn't line up. He lost his shoes. Yeah, he lost his shoes and didn't show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but fucking dude, talk talk about a fucking uh, fucking biased-funded dumpster fire. Oh, really? Ugh, yeah. Sorry, I missed it. it uh,
0: again, uh, any of your wedding videos is better than that fucking thing. <laughs> Holy
1: shit. Sorry, I missed it. <laughs> um, no, you're, no, don't be. Yeah, don't be. <laughs> don't yeah, be. you're good. But what I was saying with that is that this is a nice um, refresher all four of us yep. back on again because it's been a few weeks since we've all four been, all schedules are lined up. So, shockingly, we all do this on our free time, so it's harder to fucking work
2: on <laughs> I mean, I'd love to you're, do it for money, but, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we need we need the poor arm alms uh, fund to fucking buy Mike A a new microphone cuz his his terrible mic uh, shit the bed right before recording this. Oh, so. it's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's to the point it's, where it's
2: right when I turned it on, I saw everyone's face look as if like, you know, they just yep, like, someone just <laughs> shot their dog or something. <laughs> <you know. laughs> All three of them have dogs. Uh,
0: I'll I'll say this. It was like the thickest, lardest wet fart. Uh, I'll
1: I'll say this. Uh, I've already instructed him to save it. And then one day when we're all together for a gun day, we're going to shoot the fuck out of it.
2: Yeah.
0: We're going to take the most numerous light machine gun on Omaha Beach <laughs> yeah. and we're going to shoot that thing with it. Like a French Mach 31. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. the MG 42 light
2: machine gun. Polish WZ 30. Yeah. Hitler's buzzsaw I, The Mike, MG 34. Mike, yeah. Mike, the Nazi
1: zipper. Mike, you're talking, and all I'm hearing is MG 42. It's just. Can you can you say another? We know there's other guns on the beach, Mike. Oh okay, like, I I don't I don't know what to tell you, man. We've told you repeatedly.
3: He's gonna fucking hit you in the cock.
1: We've told you repeatedly that there See? are more than just MG42s on fucking Omaha Beach, and here you are just saying I'm only gonna Once use again, MG42, and we're lying. like we're like God damn man. Come See, on, this is you know? this is what
2: they do to me. They torture me. You know, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> you know. Oh, you whiny. Boy. <laughs> They, Look what they do to they me. Oh, my me God. Me they hurt. I...
0: They just, <laughs> they he touch... knows every button to push. Stop. Don't touch me there. That is my no-no spoiler. <laughs> okay, okay, cock fucks.
3: How about this? How about this? We get back on track for once <clears throat> yeah. in our fucking
0: lives. Well, there definitely were no MG42s in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, well in this movie in Iraq. Actually. But yeah. Um... So. <laughs>
2: 27 miles outside of Basra. Well, on that note, maybe we should pull up IMFDB and see. Yeah, I'll pull up. I'll pull up IMFDB Pull here. up. The, the, they did no.
0: find German
3: fucking tanks in Iraq, though. Mm, Dude, my dad brought back an S8498 bayonet nice. that he found on fucking uh, blown out BMP that he grabbed, and I still have it.
2: So weird stuff over there.
0: That's cool, but I wish there was a bayonet that had a longer acronym. A fucking K98 bayonet, dipshit. (laughs) No, I know. Fucker. Yeah,
3: go fuck yourself, Brian. I
0: love you, too. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. I love you. Oh, yeah, hold on. Hold on. I love you. I love you. Nathan, you look like you're fucking about to die. Like, what? I have to
2: look right into the camera. (laughs) I
0: love you. Do you see my face? They've broken inside inside the house. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. Like, get the shotgun. Here we are on IMFDb. Uh, Billy Lynn's yes. Long Halftime. For one of the longer titled films we've done. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it actually is. That's yeah. gonna be
1: fun to fucking put on YouTube and RSS right. with the text limit. All uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Billy Lynn's. Yeah.
2: Billy Long's halftime show.
1: <laughs> Billy Lynn's <laughs> Long. <laughs> All right, so it's not very big, thankfully. It's not very uh, long. She said. And then she died.
3: Uh, That's a, that's a, that's an M, that's an M (laughs) nine.
0: Upper Uh,
1: 92 FS. That's an M nine. Oh,
3: oh, oh. Okay. They use the FS for the film.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. 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 It
0: looked like it was an airsoft piece. It didn't function that well, but it was okay. Yeah. It worked. We've seen worse. Oh, for sure.
1: I'm going to just click on. I like this set. Oh, that, that is a, yeah, yeah. that is an airsoft fucking hunk of junk.
0: Personally, Birch, what did you think about this? Um, that looks like Iraq. It looks like Baghdad.
3: It's very rocky and very sandy. It's got a little bit of palm trees, and yeah,
0: and the trees look like that, like that. Dirt yeah, bit? yeah. There's a lot of those. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Because hmm. there was no time where I saw it, like was pulled out of the sets by uh, or the plot by the sets, like it all looked good.
3: Yeah, I don't know where they filmed it, but it was uh, it was wherever they did it. It was pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. I can look
1: that up real quick as well like, after this. Yeah.
3: Cause it wasn't just sand. Like people, again, I think we've talked about this before on podcasts or whatever, but like, like Baghdad and up near there were like by the rivers. Right. It's not just a desert Southern, like Basra, like South, uh, Eastern Iraq, pretty much desert. And then down to the, like Southern, like the Kuwait and shit. And apparently in the Northern part it's desert, but it's got huge Hills, but it's still kind of desert. But a lot of where the fighting actually happened, like in all these cities, like around the, the rivers, it's rocky. It's very rocky. And there is vegetation. There's a lot of trees. There's reeds in, the in like, the, the streams and shit. Uh, there's reeds. There's grass that grows. Um, yeah, so it's like there's a lot of vegetation. Well, it's where farming started. So, you know, it, it is very well, area. When, when Saddam kind of got in, he, there was, like, lush forests kind of in Iraq. And he was like, yeah, cut them all down. I want to make palaces and buildings and shit like that. And so a lot of those got cut down in like the 80s during the Iran-Iraq War a lot. And then... interesting, Yeah. So they weren't like lush forests like we see here, but they were... There's a lot of trees in Iraq. They're mostly well, palm trees, but yeah.
0: It's like in uh, Syria or Lebanon, you do have forests at, at yeah. certain points. And they're sparse, you know, they're very rocky, like mountainous exactly. and stuff. Yep. But... They're, they're, <coughs> yeah, yeah. Like Turkey. There's this fucking shit ton of trees in Turkey. Oh, my yep. God. Yep. And Turkey's just north of Iraq. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, uh it's, it's just a little... It's the Middle East, but a little colder. And they they speak funny. Yeah. But...
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> a, a new Englanders' geography, they speak funny. Well, uh... No, they do.
3: Iraqis couldn't understand the Turks when I was there. Like, we that... had a bunch of Turkish contractors. And, yeah. Uh, their food was amazing, but, yeah. mm
1: uh, Beretta 92FS uh, in Inox. Inox. I don't know what that is. What the than... fuck that
3: means? Nickel plated.
0: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Major Mac. That someone that is a plot device, if anything else. Very much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Nickel plated. It's not an
3: marker. M4A1. This is fucking wrong. They would have had M4s. Select fire, three round burst, and they showed that in the film, and I appreciate that where he's constantly having to pull the trigger to go full auto. Whoever mm. did the fucking IMD- FTB is a fucking, yeah. It's an M4. It's just a straight-up M4. I believe the term is biatch. Yeah. No, clown. If you're listening to this, it's an M4 <laughs> carbine. It's not an M4A1. They were not full auto at that point. Gear and fucking teed. Look <laughs> how <laughs>
0: polished that fucking still is. Like, it's just, the ba- like, you don't know kind of where the wall turns into the floor because it's just so polished. Yeah, it's, it's just- uh
2: ah there's too much uh there's there, there are there too much too many uh molecules just in in the whole thing that get you know completely wait, in focus
0: it's like <laughs> 1990s photoshop what are you wait a second go up what are you talking about he's talking about just the overall like cinematography
2: well how, how the, Ang Lee the director. captures things that's what <laughs> that's what
0: buildings look like over there no no I, I know that but it's just everything is just so perfect he's talking about the look of the film in every frame in the film, so that even when you take a screenshot, there's no like brass strewn in the background or something stupid like that. Like just everything. Well, there, went, is there just wouldn't be slick. at that point. No, I I know that, but I'm just saying that okay, every time okay. you look at this movie, it's just like that's slick. most of
2: Ang Lee stuff, though. Everything is yeah. like super perfect, and, you know. It c-
3: completely, yeah. Also, that their stances when they were when they were firing, mm-hmm. and this is a bit. uh eh, now,
0: hey, is that Vin Diesel? Yeah.
3: yeah. But uh, that that's not... I mean, I guess each, each unit's got their own SOP and everything, how they do shit, but... This I guy's almost... The it's, he's almost fucking flagging him. Like, mm. it's weird. Anyway. But the way they're holding the guns up top, like in the other pictures, it, that's... They also would not have stuck up that, that long. Like... When, you, when you're taking shots like that for suppressive fire, his stance and everything, the way he's holding it is just fine. But like... You're not going to sit there and dump a whole fucking magazine. Did they? You did, take
1: it- sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I I was going to ask, did they talk about how long they had been there at this point?
3: Uh, well, they've got a combat patch for at least thirty days. I'm going to have the s- CIB I'm too. I'm going to
1: sound like a fucking boomer on Facebook, but I they look too clean.
3: <laughs> well, you your shit gets cleaned regularly.
1: Form. Okay. Okay. Your
3: shit gets clean, and you're not always out in the field. Like, that's a right, thing. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so, no, I mean.
1: It just looks like sh- it's pulled right out of the box. That's all. That's just in my eyes. Well,
3: no, their their gear is not super clean. Like, that's actually got a lot of sand on it and shit. Their helmet covers are fucked because you don't wash
0: those. No,
1: no, 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 no. And, I, and I, so I, helmet... I think it's mainly the yeah. uniform. I'm oh. just, I'm, I'm, it looks too, like,
0: almost like it's pressed. But That explains a lot. What? Yeah, you, you, yeah. You, why, you, why would you wash your fucking helmet cover? Duh. I,
3: I never did. Mine's yeah. completely faded and. Huh.
0: Yeah. So I was gonna comment on that. I was like, Why are their helmet covers so fucked? And why are? Could, huh. Okay. Wow. You just blew Brian's brain up. Well, no. Yeah. It just. <laughs> it, 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 SOPs make sense when you know them and mm. you apply them to certain things. Well, it's, it's, it's oh, pretty oh, it's duh. pretty
3: unit wide. Like as far as getting Makes your shit locked. you yeah. don't want. It's a hygiene issue. If your uniforms are constantly dirty and you can get them cleaned, you're gonna get them cleaned. Because yeah. then it's less filthy. No, no, they no. Why no, would dirty. you fuck with their yeah,
1: helmet. Yeah, I... Make it comfortable. And again, place this place. is like, this is like the most superficial nitpicky comment I think I've done. No, on. but it's all good. Yeah. Like, do all I... Do does it doesn't make or break the film? Absolutely fucking not. It does, does it, not. It does actually... It, yeah. I think I think
3: it's a better detail to be honest because, yeah, their, their uniforms look all spick and span, like... Look very nice, but then their helmet covers are. It shows they've been there a bit. Yeah,
1: I think and I that, think you know, I, th- I think coming off of what I said or what Mike A and what I think I said before, which is like his just Angley's films just look cheap, and I think that's why it's where I'm reacting to it because it just looks like it's cheap. Yeah, But, yeah. but That's that's it's such a fucking
2: because it's awesome so thing. slick. Not only that, it's the, like the, fucking the intent, the insane, insanely high frame rate adds to that too when you yeah. watch the actual movie. Yeah. It's like, am and I- yeah,
3: these kind of scenes, like that was, I know they had a limited budget, limited cast and everything. The scenes like uh, go down a little bit when they're, when they're getting under the Humvee, they're dismounting, which I already talked about in kind of the uh, intro is that's not how it's generally going to be done. But again, I wasn't at that point. So, but again, my drill sergeants and all my NCOs were there at that point.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: that's not how you, that's not how you do business. And so, yeah.
1: It. Uh M sixteen A 2 was definitely it. there in L4. Yeah. Uh M one grand for funeral detail yep. and uh the I guess the parade uh guard whatever. No, that's the wrong fucking term.
3: That's the color guard. Color yep. guard, thank you. Fuck mm-hmm. my brain. Yep.
1: Uh AKMs. Yep. Uh, oh, it's because it's in his hand. Okay, M twenty four or fuck M two forty Bravo. I'm I, had, so I had a big problem with tired. Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry. All, right.
3: yeah. all right, we're almost done, dude. Um yeah. I had a big problem with the way that was implemented. That is not the fucking way. Maybe, that, maybe
0: a saw, but not a two forty Bravo. No fucking that way. That was just done to keep them all at the same shot but yeah oh i know i know that acid would have been used totally differently yep
3: i know why it was done i just i i will i will take issue with that that's one of the things i'm like nah you're fucking wrong and also the way he was you could tell it was a prop because there's no fucking way even <laughs> with adrenaline as strong as you are that you can hold and and like wield that thing like it's a rifle those things are so fucking heavy and they're so like yeah it's
1: and why is that anyway. mike what? Why is that? How do you know that? Why
3: are they so heavy? I don't yeah. fucking know. Because FN designed them that way. I don't fucking know. No. Go ask the fucking guys that made it. He's got non-service related back pain. That shows That's the what. I'm, thank
1: you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah.
3: But no, like I was saying earlier, like the the, the 240 bravo is an asset in combat, and you, oh yes, it's it's a crew served weapon. So is the saw, but the saw can be used in room clearing and shit like that. So can the 240. Don't get me wrong. But you're going to want to protect that asset. At and No, you're not going to. He's also going to have an assistant gunner. Like, that. it was just it, that that whole that whole dynamic was done way wrong. So I, I will take issue with that, and I'll bitch about that. But we can carry on.
1: Mike, I just want to say your injuries are not service-related.
3: <laughs> Some of them are. <laughs> I, I and we're good. We're good to go. But being, most of them aren't. I'm fucking being
1: a
0: dick. Most of them aren't,
3: apparently. <laughs> so, but, oh, uh, uh, and here's, okay, so what is this? The... Dishka. Yeah. Brother. Is that a Dishka? M2H. Yeah. What does HB mean? Huh. Weird. Hamburger. Oh, hamburger. Man. It means hamburger. I'm sorry. The M2 hamburger.
2: The first thing I could think of. That's,
3: that's what we're going to fucking call it from now on I, this podcast.
1: I'm, for, I'm forever calling it the, the M2 M2 hamburger. hamburger. <laughs>
0: Like, What's Hi, the my name is George Foreman with the M2 hamburger. Because at
1: the end of every, because the end of every fucking movie that uses it, they apparently it just turns people into hamburger. So that's yeah, it, 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 that's it actually it's does. That. Yeah. Yeah.
3: it actually does. No,
1: but, I uh, know, but not but not every fucking like that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. The,
0: no, no, they no, no. use on yeah. IMDb for fifty cal as the same fucking stock image. Oh, so that's my uh, only complaint. has been there forever. Every yeah. single fucking time. It's like, <laughs> yeah. have a different stock image. Like, there's so many cool hey, 50 cal photos. Brian, you know, there's, there's an edit
2: button on on there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know you're really good at using it. <laughs> Please change it to hamburger. <laughs> the M2 well, what hamburger. Are, what are the, one of these people here is an artist, and I'm not that person. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Those mounts
3: on the Humvee for late 04 are actually correct? Because at that point they were just starting to put, well, no, they might've had like some, my dad called it hillbilly. No, my dad called it hillbilly armor. They'd literally take sheet metal that they would mm-hmm. find in scrap yards and shit. And they'd have the engineers weld it onto there as best they could. doesn't mean it worked, but like they were getting hit so much with IEDs and, and, and direct fire and Humvees. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you ever, if you ever had to fucking live in one of these things and ride them and rely on them, they're a terrible fucking vehicle and they get shot to fuck so easily. They're unreliable as shit. They do flip. Yeah. Just cause they're wide doesn't mean they, they don't flip. And so the, 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 mount, the swivel mount on the top, you're just fucking out there in the open. And they started welding. Like, uh, they call it hillbilly armor. And then you see the like the mass produced chicken plates and shit. Like I had by the time I got there, but like, yeah, so it's it's actually not of their own possibility at this point for them to just have the open mount. Yep.
0: Do uh sorry Nate just quickly. Do you remember our conversation about uh Humvees in the Covenant? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. do you think they could actually drive it that far? And the answer was No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Unequivocally, no. I mean they're they're fucking terrible. Like people want them because oh the army uses them. It's like, grab a fucking Jeep. Mm-hmm. It'll get you farther than a fucking piece of shit Humvee. Those fucking thing Never mind. Okay, never mind. It's the flies
1: all over again.
3: <laughs> yep. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll keep going. We'll someone keep Someone did
1: comment that they want to hear you just talk they, about the They want to hear your right unedited now. version oh. of talking about the flies.
3: Oh, the flies? Yeah. Yeah, yes.
1: someone commented they're like, "Oh, "We want to hear an
3: unabri- a short a YouTube short just on the flies." There were no
0: flies in this movie. Yeah. They're they're Okay, good point. And, yeah, that,
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll dock him on that because that's inaccurate <laughs> shit. There were fucking flies everywhere, all times of the year. Fucking
1: flies, flies. Aggressive flies. Flies that flies. Flies
0: fly up. Said, what did you say? You said. Flies that fly sideways.
1: What did you say? You said. <laughs> flies that fly diagonally. Big, hot, and pissed off.
3: Well, and I was talking to Don about that because when he was in Vietnam, he said the same thing. They're like horse flies, right? Yeah. They all bite. They're all pissed off. They're always aggressive. They're always, whenever you have food in front of you, and, 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 and you guys will get a taste of this when we when you see the, the the work that Don and I did. Um, It was very similar because it's like you cannot have, a, you can't even have Skittles in front of you. These fucking things are. They'll go after like, that. What? Oh, don't dude! Go after the Skittles. Anything, anything. If you have if you have sugar on your mouth, uh-huh. there they go. And so I mean, it's just they're fucking on. Un- yeah. Anyway, so you're correct. They did not have <laughs> flies in this film.
0: Yes, yeah, no flies. No,
2: fuck the flies. <laughs> fuck them. You're like Winnebago man, dude.
0: It's like dude, dude. The flies. No, Michael. I don't know if you understand. Like okay. you can't
2: even
3: fucking imagine. Like they're so, and you get used to them. That's the that's the sickest part. You get used to them. <laughs> And they're like, they're like on the corners of your eyes sucking out shit. And you're like talking oh. to somebody. And you go, "Ah, oh, kind of itches. Oh, there's a fly. Okay. You just brush them. Maybe if you do. Mm-hmm. And, oh, God. They're fucking just disgusting little uh,
0: whatever. It was the LL main episode. That's what we were yes, talking about. So yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and that the, the and, Aussie salute. Yeah. yeah. The Aussie the wave, wave, wave salute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that. they
3: got them. They got in that film, they actually got it pretty damn okay. Again, it was a taste. But yeah. Anyway, uh, they did not have that in this one. So yeah. Another they game also the didn't...
0: Imagine if the Italians had Humvees to get them out of the desert. They probably would have still all died. Uh, they definitely would have still all died. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, AMG. <laughs> the, the Humvees suck.
3: It's a piece of shit.
0: No, I it's, know. It's
3: so overrated. Anyway, uh, let's just... Uh, come on, let's just go. Okay. I'm not going to get on rants because... We, yeah. But uh, fuck the Humvees, fuck the flies, fuck... The best the middle- part about a Humvee is the fifty. No, it's not, because then that... Anyway. <laughs>
1: Keep going. Anyway, did they, go down. Did, okay. Real quick, did were these the mounts that were in, like, uh, fucking like Black Hawk Down, like Somalia, like yes. that kind of thing? Yep. Because the... the That's yep. a late World War II mount. That, what, what's on there?
0: Uh, the 50 what's cal, on right? at least the pintle mount? Yeah. Yeah, the the, the round tension on the side is an M45 the circle,
1: circle turret is what? All they did
3: was jerry-rig the same fucking mounts they've been using since World War Two. And the the swivel, you know, like all that shit, and they put a crank on them so you could hand crank it so it was more reliable. If you got like gravel and and brass and shit, you could have a little bit more power. But it's the same fucking mount we've been using since the 40s, right? Uh And they just, they put more armor on it and they would rig these things up to, and then they eventually got the big turrets with like the glass and shit on them. But it's the, as far as what the 50s mounted to, it's the same fucking thing. Uh
1: Mm-hmm. It's the same thing in
0: like in Kelly's
2: gear. what
0: the fuck? <laughs> you, can, you can tell that that Humvee is pretty standard because the suspension is really happy. <laughs> Unlike the the fucking Humvee that Birch drove around Iraq, where the suspension was maxed the fuck out.
3: Well, no, here, here's another thing that's inaccurate. Go down, Nate. I'm got of
0: so, this fucking ad that keeps. Yeah.
3: Over. So no, the suspension is happy because this is a fucking film set. Mm-hmm. There would be literally fucking, I don't know, probably oh, bags and shit. 20, 20 boxes of ammo for the fifty in the bag, all your bags, a shitload of water, a shitload of food. Even if you're going out for a day, you bring all that shit and the suspension would be in, and there's guys in there at this point. So yeah, this is a movie set. I get that. I'm not I'm not ragging on for that. I, I get that. But no, and then yeah, like the the, the 15s that we were in, same suspension. So Okay, think about this. That thing is light as shit, right? Or apparently, according to the fucking standards. Okay, let's slap fucking ten tons of armor or five tons of armor. I forgot if it was ten thousand pounds or five, five thousand. I don't I don't know. So it's ten thousand pounds. One for armor, a yeah, so it's slap ten thousand pounds on there, keep the same suspension and the same goddamn engine on that fucking thing. And then yeah, they, the suspension wasn't happy. Mm. but again, the Humvees
0: uh, fucking awful vehicle. Let's
1: sound. (laughs) Sounds like a Colonel invented that.
0: Nathan, Nathan had a friend of his who they, they like had a a relative of theirs who was in world war two. He had drove a Jeep. So they ended up buying a Jeep and restored it. And they showed it to grandpa. And grandpa was like, this fucking thing's a death trap. I fucking don't want to be near that. Yeah. Blattensperger. <laughs> Dude. They're, they're... And then they didn't know what to do with the Jeep, kind of. So it's like, oh, well. They, you know. they literally bought it, yeah. restored it in the hopes that he would want to
1: be in it and be around. He's like, I'm not fucking going anywhere near that nope. goddamn thing. Get Dude, that vehicle from me.
3: Yeah, Vehicles. I don't know if they're ever going to get one, honestly. That's like not completely fucked up. The MRAP's not bad.
0: The Mutt's probably were the best because they were the most serviceable and they were. Yeah, very but they're still you caught you got you, got you caught with your pants on. You're fucked. Dude, combat's different than reliable vehicle in the field. You know that, that it's a very true. You know, the MRAPs yeah. kind of are like a nice general middle ground. But they're also I really would argue heavy. that like yeah. in, in history, either a half track or like a fucking uh, like Bren carrier were the best type of vehicles. But yeah, it just depends. With today's like V beds and shit or like IEDs, like it just everything folds you know it's all like rhodesian style like
2: yeah i would just to kind of add to the vehicle thing i um you know i I wasn't in the military but i did work for them briefly and uh when i would film uh simulated combat and such and i rode in the humvees uh, a few times and um every time like when when i uh when they when i was first going to they're like well you have to wear a helmet to do it and i'm like oh really okay oh that's interesting and then i got in there and like the first trip, I'm, my head was smashing against yeah. the thing. And I'm just like, thank God for this freaking helmet. <laughs> it's, it's solid, like, metal in there. Well, and, and what they did on, like, the 1115s, the up-armored ones. Mm.
3: So you got the armor, right, to make you feel better, which it doesn't do shit. Small arms fire, yes, but, like, IED, no. Mm-hmm. And so what they would do is they would put this padding that was, like, I don't know, fucking six, seven inches thick. I don't remember. It, but it was really thick in there. So all that would do, really is take a guy my size, put him in the back of one of these fucking things. I had no room to begin with. And now I've got like a quarter less room because the padding is up against me. And I'm sitting there going, well, this, this fucking blows. This sucks. And you get a relief to be a gunner, but then you're like, well, you're the first to die. I don't give a fuck. I can, I can have fresh air. I can stand up. I can sit. I'm free. I can move. You know? So it's like a trade-off that's really, yeah, it, it the, fuck Humvees. <laughs> that's my final that's my final stance. Fuck on Um Okay, the
1: 203.
3: The 203. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, those uh, are are you yeah, those are <laughs> definitely they were definitely there.
1: Mm.
2: All that needs to be said about that. Yep. A T4s.
3: I like how they said they were gonna put smoke out of the two oh threes. They wanted smoke or something. Because yeah. there's several different kinds of rounds, like just with like the A 40 millimeter grenade is not just a HE round. It's, you get so many things. So they're like, yeah, put smoke there. Good, good call, actually. So I like that little detail too. AT4. Yep, a lot of those were there. And those, those things are so fucking loud. Um, Yeah, that's Hollywood. Like in real life, that fucking backblast. Dude, that fucking backblast in real life is like 30 feet to the back. They had the, they had the modified AT4s that they came out with more recently that have less, yeah. than one.
0: but CS it's, or something.
3: Oh my god, they're still they're heinously loud. La- like it's. Mm-hmm. I you think hear, you can shoot those inside a room. Yeah, that, that's that the designed it for. Yep,
0: but it, it's Which still is insane to think about.
3: It's still gonna it's still gonna it's it's gonna scramble your eggs a bit, but uh,
0: but you're gonna take out the tank. <laughs>
3: yeah. no, AT4s are an awesome weapon. They're really cool, and oh, yeah. uh, but they're so fucking powerful. Um like th- when they go off, cause like you're usually pretty far away. Like if it actually impacts, you're pretty far away from the actual impact, but the, the boom, the initial blast is just, yeah, it, it's insane. But they actually captured that pretty well in this film for it being a film. So, all right. I, I even, over. I even
1: think bullet impacts and stuff like that were done really yep. well, even digitally. Not bad. Yeah.
0: Yep. Not bad it's at creative. all. Um, Cool. Well, I think we have reached final thoughts. Who would like to go first? You going first, Brian? Oh, okay. <laughs> I am going first. <laughs> uh, I had a lot of trouble thinking about a score for this movie because I just was so caught off guard by it. Um, it's one of the few lesser budget films that I want to watch again. Look up We've done on budget. this. Uh, no, I know it. You don't have to look it up. Okay. Yeah, I know. So it. the I budget for this well. film yep. was forty million. And do you know how much they made, Birch? Yep, thirty nine point nine.
2: Damn, that's yep. close. Wow.
0: But it came out in twenty sixteen, which was a really off year for many reasons. And you know, sometimes films are made at the wrong time. You know, it's a good movie, but it was just the wrong time. Like if this came out in, like let's say twenty twenty one, like especially with the ending of the E. F war in Afghanistan and everything, like that would be very interesting to, you know, see how well it could have done or even today or anything. But just it was not the right time. Um, I really think it's a sleeper, but that being said, it does have its flaws. You know, in a lot of ways, it's like a watered down version of American Sniper. It's less intense, you know, taking course over like a day. While American sniper just like shoot people in the head and now I'm home drinking a beer. Shoot people in the head and I'm drinking a beer. You know, it's like the real <laughs> <laughs> It's like the, You know. Yeah. The real difference. Well, all this is just like, you know, the, the the memory of this like, oh shit, it's a it's a firework and now that brings me back. Or like, you know, the, the view of the dome brings you back. To you know the market in Baghdad. Just this film is more real with the memories, in my opinion. So that being said, um, I'm gonna give this an eight out of ten. I think this is the modern version of um, the best years of their lives, which is probably the best World War II film that deals with coming home ever. Nothing will beat it in my opinion, because um, it was made by vets for vets, I and mean, Willie Wyler made fucking uh, Memphis Bell. But um, no, it's a it's a really interesting movie. I think that it, you should really watch it. If anyone you know has any connection to G Watt, or just you know wanting to watch war films in general, it's not what you're expecting. It's not fucking where Eagles Dare, but it's a really good movie, and it's uh it's worth a watch. It's you know make it pers- past the first five minutes, and uh, you really enjoy it. And I will pass this on to Nate
1: yeah i I have the same problem i think with with as, as you as well it's like i i this was i was caught so off guard by what this movie's uh impact was on myself and i i i had a disjointed day so i had to stop it and start it and stop it and start it and um but i didn't uh sit down and skip um you know I guess if I could skip anything it would be the chillier scenes and maybe the sister but in terms of the actual like um the, the the main character and his over and him kind of finally digesting this traumatic event that is just you know unbelievably uh like yeah I, there was a line in the film I think it's like you know it's it's hard it's hard to be like put on a pedestal with with and then having to like talk about the, the worst day of your life like, I, I I it was something to that effect. Like, I thought that was very, very poignant and uh very interesting. And again, the, the thing I keep echoing the most, I think, about this film is that it is... I, I think it's self-aware. It may not have been the goal, but it's very self-aware of what it's talking about and almost kind of like really shining a light on itself, in a way, to me. I mean, art is... You take different things from... Everyone takes something different from it, but I really took that away from it. And I think... um I think it just, it just, I was not expecting this and it just caught me really off guard. That being said, there are some things that I just didn't like. I didn't like some of the, some of the, uh, plot, the, the story exchange and stuff like that. I didn't like some of the choices in, uh, tactics. And if, you know, this the whole point is pod. I mean, that's the whole reason why we do this is to nitpick up this shit. So, I mean, I got to hold it to the pedestal. But I would say, like, something that would, if it didn't have these things that I talked about, I think this would be like a fucking four you know, but, but because it has what it has to me, I, I feel like it, it stands higher. Um, I'm going to give it a, I'm I'm am going to do the, the Mike B approach here and give it a decimal. I'm going to give it a, an 8.1 Scream, mill Gibson's at of 10. I really liked some things about it. I really thought it was very, it felt very, um, I don't know. It just it, it it talked about a subject as something that I personally had to see and, and interact with with my own personal life, with my friends coming back from from Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, and also kind of like, you know, our own generational kind of processing of why were we doing this and, and all that kind of stuff. So it, it, I think it hits I think it hits our generation just a little bit harder than probably anyone else. But that's just my take
0: on it. Nice price is right tactic. <laughs> uh,
1: what did you give it? I didn't even remember. Eight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to do that. 99.01. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to get closer now. Yeah.
0: You got the fucking washer. Sorry.
1: sorry. I was thinking about what I was going to
2: say, so I wasn't,
1: wasn't focusing on it. Yet. I will
0: spade you to my pet. Yes.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, Mike, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: I, um, just pleasantly surprised by it, you know. And just I, 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 to be honest with you, I didn't, I had never heard of this <laughs> before uh, doing this, so I was kind of like, uh, I, I, I've been so busy, I didn't look up, look it up or anything beforehand. Um, but uh, you know, I was glad I watched it. You know, Ang Lee, you, you kind of never know what you're gonna get with him. You know, sometimes you'll get, uh, you know, a Life of Pi. Sometimes you'll get uh, Gemini Man. And uh, with this one, I think that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the movie. It's the last movie he did. God, but, I have uh, not heard. I have not thought about that movie in a while. Yeah. You don't need to. That's yeah, the reason yeah. why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So it's, it's you kind of never know what you're gonna get with him. Or you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. He also did that one. And um, so uh, very you know, going in when I saw his name, I was like, okay, well, now I'm curious. You know. So uh, I thought it was one of his good ones. You know, and I like it, and I like a lot of the stuff that's you know touched in it. Um yeah, I think uh I'm going to give it a solid 7 out of 10. You know, don't didn't think it was like, you know, something that, you know, I I'll, I'll uh, you know, I would consider to be the the best of the best in that league or anything like that. But I'm glad I watched it and uh, I'd watch it again. So yeah, I'm just going to give it a solid 7. So, Mike.
3: Cool. Yeah, um so this film, you know, We've said this a lot on, you know, decent films is, um, if there's, it's kind of, it's kind of a balancing process of like, if there's certain things in a film that are just kind of, ah, shit, but they're forgivable because the rest of it's okay and really good. It's, it's not even an issue. And that's how this was for me. Like, again, I did not know what the fuck this was when I went into it. I thought I was so hesitant. I'm just like, oh, I, I, I said on the scuttlebutt when you're like, oh, here's the film for this. I'm like, oh, yay. I'm like, great. And um, did not know what to expect. But uh, actually, as far as like a GWAT, specifically like, you know, the aughts, right? With Iraq and stuff. And it, it, it conveyed that, that kind of um, feeling that I could relate to very well of A, being exploited by certain people. B, being uncomfortable. Like, again, we we're talking about that scene where they're all like, oh, yeah, my my cousin did this and whatever. And it's like, cool. Okay. You know, that kind of stuff. And um, you can't be an asshole because they're not doing anything wrong. They're just trying to find something to relate. But um, it it really, the overall message conveyed was uh, it's really it's really uncomfortable coming home and trying to just fit back in because of the stigma. And it's, it's the opposite end of the spectrum as the Vietnam vets, right? And so how do you mitigate that? And, you know, one of the biggest reasons I actually joined, and now that, that I think about it and I thought about this today is, the fact that I wanted to be put up on that pedestal because I was, you know, a nobody, right? I was just an average fucking dude. And I'm like, oh, if I do this, I'll get all this, you know, praise and everything. And I started getting that when I got back and I was like, okay, at a certain point, you know, whatever, among other things. But now that I look back at that was one of the reasons that I wanted to join really bad. And so there's so many different levels that I think this film covers and people could notice, but they're, it's yeah it's it's very cool um that there is something out there like this because i didn't up until now i didn't realize there was anything that kind of conveyed what i'm just talking about of like the whole uncomfortableness of coming back and being treated differently i guess and having gone through all that shit you know and then you come back and then people are like like uh nate said i think it was the quote was um you're being, you're being perceived as a hero or something for the worst day of your life. And yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's very uh, resonant to people who have been in any war whatsoever. And I think that this film actually got that whole thing across. And then the one thing that I forgot to touch on, but I will close my closing thoughts of this and then finally give it a score, um, is the fact that at the end, I was expecting him to just go with his sister and go to the VA and everything. But they touched on that as well as that bond with your guys is so deep and that if he would have gone to the VA and gone to treatment and then been discharged honorably, whatever, that guilt of him not going back with his guys would have destroyed him more than what he had experienced, if that makes sense. So, um, that, I like the fact that they portrayed that when he just goes, nope, I'm going back. And he goes back with them. Even if you get killed, then it's a release. You know, we can get into that, you know, at a different time. But, like, that was a decision he made based on that brotherhood, that camaraderie, and, like, you don't want to let your guys down. You're part of that. And I really like the fact that it ended that way. So... Um, yeah, overall, I, I'm a little biased by this because I have a lot of different levels of kind of re- relatability to this. Um, but the way they portrayed it was definitely not offensive in any way to me. And that's the biggest thing that pisses me off. And um, so it's gonna be a high score, but it's gonna be a 9-1 for me.
1: Please, Mike, keep your own personal life out of your scores, okay? I, I don't, I don't need that from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck yourself! I just did it, so
0: yeah, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest fear for guys that got hit, in quotes, during the Second World War was that they wouldn't return back to their units. They didn't want to end up in a repi depi and get get sent somewhere into some meat grinder with nobody they knew you know everybody wants to serve with the men that you know because like you said there's just a bond there there's something that you know brothers in arms that being said putting all our scores into the computer that will tell us if bush will find the wmds we get a score of 8.05 out of 10 so yeah no this is a yep. This was a real (coughs) blindside. Yep, in a good way, though. Yep, and for once, you know. So, yeah. Wow.
1: You used a football movie title as a thing, too. The
0: blindside. Oh, wow. This movie's coming out the fucking week of the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This was totally
2: done on purpose. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Who would have guessed? Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Production, but no, it's it's really good. And uh, it was. It's awesome. It's worth the watch. Um, yep, one hundred percent worth the watch. And again, don't expect SPR or something. It's not that movie, but it's it's a really good movie for what it is. And there is nothing really out there like it right. for this generation. Yes. I don't really even think there is something. The only thing I think about it for Vietnam would be like Taxi Driver, <laughs> in a way, like you know, the disgruntled seventies man. You know, yeah. like, that's that's in a very the, negative way. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I just I can't think of anything else. Maybe Born on the Fourth of July. Or a platoon or something. Is, I would say like, that's more close is to it, yeah this yeah. when
1: I tell you I've never seen Taxi Driver?
2: Really? The, I don't. I, think, I haven't either. Really? Oh, okay. Good. Okay. I think I they mentioned well, that.
0: I, I could have guessed that. I, went, <laughs> I, that I mean, bad.
2: there's. I think maybe they mentioned <laughs> Vietnam once in it. I got two European friends. <laughs> I think they mentioned Vietnam once in it. It's not a big part of it though. That he's like he was in Vietnam. What's
1: that? What's that movie? Mm-hmm. Is that reindeer games with the fucking revolver scene? What no, that's that that's um, no. Deer <laughs> Hunter. That's the Deer, deer Hunter. hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I knew it was something with deer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shit! Reindeer, what, is, what,
1: is, what is reindeer games? That's an actual <laughs> movie. What the fuck is that? I think yeah, that's like a it's Steven Not Steven that like It's not
2: that one. When Santa wasn't being done, I'm gonna, I'm saying, gonna look it it Patriot up Patriot Games
0: with Stevenson. No, no,
1: uh, no. There was a movie. There was like an action movie. It, they
0: filmed like Patriot Games in like fucking Nathan's front yard. <laughs> no, no, no. Reindeer yeah. games.
1: No, it's no, a
0: no, no, no. Oh Jesus!
1: What the. That's right, the Ben Affleck movie. No, because it's cause it's, cause it's the Jay and Silent Bob because like, this is the Crying Game or the Reindeer Games, like and it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, sorry. Go ahead. From from a uh, well, from
2: a from, uh, from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. Well, on that
0: bombshell, you should definitely watch this movie. It's really awesome. And we will catch you guys next week. Nate, what do you mean
2: by take the literal mic out of your mouth? You you literally put the literal
1: microphone in your mouth during Mike's last thing. That oh, little I thing did. you're playing with, you stuck it in your mouth.
0: This <laughs> this right here on my <laughs>
2: headphones. <laughs> yes. 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 Sorry about that, yeah.
0: Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. <laughs> If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, Scuttlebutt out.